It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Episode 16. It's not episode 16, episode 130, I apologize. Episode 130, Numbers, chapter 16. That's where we get our 16. Well, apparently I'm discombobulated this morning. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal is to read through the Bible one chapter at a time, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, I have my timer ready to go. Let's go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit to join us this morning and to lead us into his truth and to lead us um, where he wants us to go. So Holy Spirit, Father God, Heavenly Father, we bow before you and we ask you to uh, have Holy Spirit lead us into your truth, Father, that you would enlighten your truth to our lives, that we would be able to see, hear, and understand what you would want for us today and this day. Lord, we would understand what you said thousands of years ago but also, Lord, how we can apply it today. So make your word come alive to us today. Help us to make its application applicable today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm reading out of the NIV, and I'm reading Numbers chapter 16. So let's go ahead and get started reading this chapter. Korah, son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and certain Reubenites, Dathan and Abram, sons of Elab, the son of Peleth, became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them, there were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, you have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's holy assembly? Then when Moses heard this, he fell face down, and he said to Korah and all his followers, in the morning, the Lord will show you who belongs to him and who is holy, and he will have that person come near him, the man he chooses. He will cause to come near him. You, Korah, and all your followers are to do this. Take censers, and tomorrow put burning coals and incense in them before the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the one who is holy, you Levites have gone too far. Now Moses said to Korah, now listen, you Levites, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite company community and brought you near to himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near him, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should get grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abram, the sons of Elab. But they said, we will not come. Isn't it enough that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? And now you also want to lord it over us. Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or given us an inheritance of the fields and the vineyards. Do you want to treat these men like slaves? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, 
do not accept their offering. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them, nor have I wronged any of them. Moses said to Korah, you and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow. You and they and, they and Aaron, each man is to take a censer and put incense in it, 250 censers in all, and present it before the Lord. You and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each of them took their censer, putting burning coals and incense in it, and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance of the tent of the meeting. When Korah had gathered his followers in opposition to them at the entrance of their tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire, entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, separate yourselves from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and cried out, O God, the God who gives breath to all living things, will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, say to the assembly, move away from the tents of Korah and Dathan and Ephraim. Moses got up and went to Dathan and Ephraim, and the elders of the Israel followed him. He warned the assemblies, move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them, or you will be swept away because of their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abram, and Dathan and Abram had come out, were standing with their wives and their children and their little ones at the entrance of their tents. And Moses said, this is how you will know the Lord has sent me to do all these things that has not my idea. If these men die a natural death of suffer, the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings out something totally new and the earth opens up its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying this, the ground under them split apart and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households. All those associated with Korah, together with their possessions, they went down alive into the realm of the dead. With everything they owned, the earth closed over them, and they perished and were gone from the community. At their cries, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, The earth is going to swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, to remove the censers from the charred remains and scatter the coals some distance away, for the censers are holy. The censers of the five men who sinned at the cost of their lives hammer the censers into sheets, overlay the altar, for they were presented before the Lord and have become holy. Let them be assigned to the Israelites. So Eleazar, the, prince, the priest, collected the bronze censers brought by those who had been burned to death, and he had them hammered out to overlay the altar, as the Lord directed him through Moses. This was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he would become like Korah and his followers. The next day, the whole Israelites community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. You have killed the Lord's people, they said. But when the Lord, when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron, turned toward the tent of meeting and suddenly cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of the meeting and the Lord said to Moses, get away from this assembly so that I can put an end to them at once. And they fell face down. And Moses and Aaron said, take your censer and put, Moses said to Aaron, take your censer and put incense in, along with the burning coals from the altar and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. The wrath has come out from the Lord. The plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but they offered, they offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died from the plague in addition, in addition to those who had died because of Korah. 
Then Aaron turned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting, for the plague had stopped. Wow, there's a lot in this um, chapter, as I say probably every time that we read a chapter together, but this is a, a quite a long one, so I'm going to kind of reduce my comments today so we have time to pray about it. But I think it's really interesting that we see Korah, Dathan, and Abraham, and they're making the accusation that they're as holy as Moses is, and this is my word. And, you know, when that root of jealousy gets in our heart, we begin to see and we begin to compare ourselves and we begin to look and we begin to see the weaknesses of others. We begin to see that we can do the job that they're doing. Sometimes we think maybe we can even do their job better. And, and maybe we might. I'm not arguing that. But what we are saying in this chapter is God had appointed Moses and God had appointed Aaron. And he had given them their own positions. It's not like they were didn't have their own positions, but they didn't appreciate what God had given them. They weren't happy with what God had given them. They wanted to be uh, elevated to to another place. And uh, Moses also says to them, why are you grumbling against Aaron? He's just a man just like you. And, you know, I think what happens is, is when we look at it in that sense is that Aaron had his job. You have your job. You do your job to the best that you can and you'll have the same blessing. You'll have the same anointing. You'll have the same um, favor on your life if you fulfill whatever that is. And I think that we can translate that into today, that when we look around and we see other people doing other things that are different than what we do, or maybe the same kind, but they're doing it in a different way, or maybe they have a bigger following, or they, you know, it, it just seems that God is blessing them in some way. We, we think, well, why can't we be like them? And why can't this happen to me? And we need to be very careful that we're not taking away from thinking someone else should be taken down in order to uh, lift ourselves up. God is the one who appoints his leaders. God is the one who points, puts people in their places, not other people. And if we have a complaint, we should take it to the Lord. Um, I think, you know, we in, in our day and age, we have the ability to go before the Lord and, you know, even tell him things that are wrong because he will point out if we in honesty believe these things, he wants to see the inmost part of who we are and he knows who what they are and he will uh, allow us to expose them to him or he will expose them to himself if we will allow him and he will show us the error of his ways. Because our love and our anointing from the Lord is dependent on our obedience and dependent upon us doing what we're supposed to do and not comparing ourselves with others. I think it was really interesting. They said here that, you know, you know, you took us out of a land of milk and honey. Since when was uh, Egypt a land of milk and honey for, for the Hebrews? Um, it wasn't. It was not a land of milk and honey. It was a place of slavery. And so now they're beginning to think of their past, even in a romanticized way, thinking that it was all wonderful back there. And then it goes on to say that at the very end, when the plague, you know, the earth opens up and swallows these people and burns up all these others. And then at the very end, God says he's angry and he sends a plague amongst the people. And Aaron runs out with his his um, incense and he stands between the living and the dead. And what a beautiful picture of intercession. That's what we do is we stand between the living and, and the dead. So I'd love to hear your your uh, comments on this chapter. And there's just not enough time to go into all the things that are here. But I think there's enough here that we can see what, what God would have us apply to our lives today. So let's just do that. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we ask that you'd help us to be uh, confident, satisfied, uh, fulfilled in the positions that you've given us. And that, Lord, you, and we see that you are the one who elevates, you are the one who chooses, and you are the one who places us in, in the places that we need to be. Help us to remember that, Lord, when we, and not to look around, but to look to you. Father, we love you and we bless you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia. You can find out more about me at realliferevised.com. I invite you to go to the website, get on the email list. Next time, we're going to be discussing Numbers chapter 17. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, his power, and his purposes as you commit yourself to know him through daily devotion. Have a blessed day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.